Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 28. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 28. This episode is brought to you by my free online course, Homeschooling 101, Basics for Parents Before You Start. Do you have what it takes to homeschool? Have you always wanted an insider peek before you jump in? And what are the big questions you should be asking? We'll tackle all these things and more in my free online course, Homeschooling 101. You can get access by going to 41more.com forward slash homeschooling 101. So this is episode number 28, and we're going to tackle the topic, how to get started with homeschooling. This is a real beginner's topic, and we're going to talk about mindset on this episode. And on, then on the next episode, we're going to talk about the practical details for putting it all into play. So this uh, episode will just be mindset, but don't be fooled. Mindset for getting started homeschooling is super important because if you go into it with the wrong expectations or the wrong plan, you're going to get frustrated and your kids might too. And you might not have the best uh, possible experience as you could have. If you would go in it correctly with your mind totally wrapped around reality and getting your priorities in order first. So this episode is about mindset and how to get started with homeschooling. Here are the four topics we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about knowing the law, knowing yourself, knowing your kids, and then your why along with your philosophy of education. So let's get started. So point number one is to know the law. I really don't know where you are when you're listening to this. I don't know if you're in the, in the United States, if you're in Canada. I have listeners and readers of my blog from all over the world. So I can't speak to your individual situation, but you definitely need to know the law that governs homeschooling where you live. So There are great resources for this. If you're in the United States, I can link to the resources that I know of. And if you're somewhere else, I know that you've probably found those trusted resources in your area. But definitely know the law because you can't jump into homeschooling and then find out, oh, at the end of the year, oh, whoops, I was supposed to be doing this or I was supposed to send in this paperwork. You've got to keep track. Now, we have lived in places where the authorities did not care that we were homeschooling. We pretty much didn't have to tell them anything. And now we live in a state that is considered one of the worst for homeschooling and it's getting worse by the day. So, you know, it just depends. Some of us have it really good and some of us have to do a lot of jumping through hoops, but find out what the law is before you jump into homeschooling, just so you know what you're signing up for. That's point number one. 
And remember, all the links and resources I mention on the show, you can find the specific details over at my show notes at 41more.com forward slash 28. So here's point number two. You've got to know yourself as the homeschool mom. What is your personality? What is your tolerance for chaos? What is your, you know, are you extroverted or introverted? All of these things are really important because you can't just look at the mom you know on Facebook or the mom you know that writes a blog or the mom you know down the street or in your church who homeschools and say, well, I'm just going to do what she does because what she does may not fit how you tick. And this is so important. You can't feel guilty if things don't work because you're just trying to copy someone else. You've got to find your groove. And that's why I talk about, you know, embrace the journey and find your own groove. And it's not going to look the same. Your kids are different than everyone else's and you are different. So what are you like? So here are just a few things to pique your interest and get you thinking. Extroverted and introverted moms are going to um, look at homeschooling from totally different angles. I am an introvert. I could stay home all week with my kids and I do not care. Like I love being at home. We can be productive. We can get stuff done. It's, I get so sucked out of my energy if I have too many extracurricular things scheduled because I just have to come home and crash. It's too much people time, too much energy, too much small talk. But if you're an extroverted mom and you were told you had to stay home and homeschool, you might think, I could never do that. I would go crazy. Well, then you're going to be that kind of mom that every day, you know, you're headed to the library or you're headed to the park or you're headed to this or that, this field trip, you know, this extracurricular activity. This is what I mean. You can't just copy what your friend does. You have to look at yourself and say, how am I built? Know yourself as far as extrovert, introvert. Know yourself. Are you a night out or a morning person? That's going to affect how you schedule schooling. Are you comfortable with the education process in general? Some moms are, and they feel like, hey, I can just, I love the idea of unit studies and I can create my own stuff and I don't mind finding ideas on Pinterest. And some moms say, no way. I want to buy something from a well-known curriculum publisher and I'm just going to buy everything they have for second grade this year and we're just going to do everything you know that they tell us to do because I don't want to think about it. Some of you love the idea of a really detailed lesson plan. Some of you are like, "Whoa, that would be crazy. I just want to know, hey, read this this page on this book. I don't want to have this big detailed plan." So do you see what I mean? You have to kind of start thinking, where is your comfort level? How much do you like thinking outside the box or how much do you like stability? Now, when you're first starting out, I think it is good to go with a little more structure and a little more done for you until you get your feet under yourself. But I don't think that means you have to be stuck that way forever. When we first started homeschooling, several of the key subjects, I mean, this was just for kindergarten, but I mean, I got stuff from a curriculum publisher and I probably bought all the things that went with, say, reading, phonics, math. And then we kind of did our own thing for social studies, science, music, and those kind of things. But it made me feel better knowing, getting my feet under myself, getting comfortable with homeschooling. And, you know, I was a middle school teacher. I had never taught kindergarten or how to read. So I I felt like I needed more structure there. But now that I've done it all these years, and now my fifth child just finished kindergarten, I have a whole lot more confidence and I don't feel like I need all this structure and uh, printed curriculum, I feel like I can put together our own learning experience. I, f- 
my confidence level is way up. So you're going to change through the years. But if this is your first time homeschooling, don't feel bad about, about getting a little help and getting a little structure and maybe even doing some more, um, just, I don't know how to call it, like textbook learning or not necessarily textbook learning, but more structured and mapped out for you. And you can always change later on. So the first point was know the law. Second point is to know yourself. So here's point number three for how to get started with homeschooling. Point number three is to know your kids. Now, you know them better than anyone else does. You know them better than the classroom teacher they were going to have at the local public school this year. You know them best. So here are some things to consider, and what do I mean by know your kids? Well, first, know their personalities, and do they take on responsibilities and go ahead and meet expectations? Are they that kind of driven from the inside kind of person? Or are they going to need a lot of outside accountability? Like what's their personality style that way? Um, Gretchen Rubin has a terrific book called The Four Tendencies that I highly recommend every parent reads. And I read it because it really helped me learn about myself and why I am the way I am. I'm a questioner, but she divides people up into four different personality types depending on the way they deal with expectations. And I think this is really applicable to homeschooling. So some kids, I was the type of kid where I knew, okay, I've got to do geometry this year. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to get it done. I didn't need people standing over me when I was a younger kid. I was that driven person. As soon as I questioned, okay, in my mind, does this make sense? Yes. Is this important. Yes, it is. Well, then I internalize, you know, that responsibility and no one had to tell me to do it. If I knew I had a piano competition coming up when I was a teenager, I mean, no one had to sit over me and say, well, you, you better work on that song because you know, you have competition coming up. I knew it. I internalized it, but you know, not all of our kids are like that. And I, mine are definitely not like that. And so you have to look at their individual personalities. Some of them need a lot of, um, of that accountability structure. Some of them have to have planners and checklists and checking in with you. Some of them are like, here, give me my assignments and let me go. So what I'm saying is you've got to know your kids. It's not a one size fits all. Traditional school makes us believe that every kid needs the same education and that is not the truth. I recently saw a meme on Facebook that was excellent and it said, you know, if you go to the doctor, you have four different people going to the doctor and they all have a different need. One person says, I have a sore throat. One person says I have a cough. One person says, um, you know, I sprained my wrist and another person has another issue. What if the doctor gave them all cough medicine and said, here you go, here's your solution. Well, no, no, they each need individualized care for what they're struggling with and what their weaknesses are. And that's the same thing with education. You can't expect every kid to flourish in the traditional school system. It is made for one type of learner and it really doesn't accommodate others very well. So this is where homeschooling shines, where you as the parent are going to have a wonderful opportunity to just meet your kids where they are and meet their specialized needs but you have to know them. What's their personality? Because that's going to help you determine how you're setting up your year. 
you have a self-starter kind of kid, a really driven child, then they're going to have a different approach. You're going to have a different approach with them in homeschooling than if you have a student that needs a lot of accountability and structure. So of course, knowing your kids also goes with what we mentioned about knowing ourselves. Are they extroverts or introverts? The introverts will not care if you stay home all week. The extroverts are going to get stir crazy especially if they've already been to school and now you're pulling them out to homeschool, they might feel like it's a punishment because they're not around other people all day. So you're going to want to plan your life accordingly. Are they night owls? Are they morning people? You get to go with their biological clock and where they work best. You get to work with that in homeschooling. So there's a lot of great things, but you can't make really well-informed decisions until you think about these topics. So point number three is to know your kids. Remember, you can find resources to go with all these points in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 28. Here's the last point I want to mention. So when you're getting started with homeschooling for the very first time, the last thing you need to think about to get your mind ready and proper expectations and proper priorities is I want you to consider your why. Every homeschooling family has a different why, and this is okay. Some of us do it because our kids have learning struggles. Some of us do it for family dynamic reasons and or maybe uh, care for elderly parents and flexibility and schedules. Some of us do it because our kids have been bullied in a school. Some of us do it because our kids have special medical needs and they need to be home. Some of us do it because we want to be in charge of the curriculum and what our kids are learning. Some of us do it for, um, you know, because our kids are actually too, too advanced and they would be bored in a regular classroom and we want to help them excel. Whatever your reason, it's fine, but you need to know it. You need to crystallize. You need to actually put it into words because you're going to come back to your why over and over on those hard days when you're burnout and you say, why did I start homeschooling in the first place? You need to remind yourself and you need to go back to those priorities of your family for this season. Why are you homeschooling? Remind yourself of those priorities and say, okay, that's why we're homeschooling. I'm not going to worry about every little thing right now. I'm going to go back to our basic foundational priorities and remind myself, you know, we started homeschooling because this child needed extra help in math. They needed not to be stressed out in a classroom. They needed extra time to work on the problems. They needed to, to not be a tear jerking experience or, you know, we didn't want to do math homework every night. We wanted to like do it ourselves. You know, whatever your reason is, you're going to need to come back to it because on those hard days, you need to know your why. And you will eventually come up with your own philosophy of education. You know, what why are you educating your kids? What's the purpose of education? As you read and as you learn more about homeschooling and about learning and about education in general and child development, you'll come up with your own philosophy of education. Whether you're an unschooler or you're a a person that says, my kids aren't going to have formal lessons until they're eight or nine, or whether you are a Charlotte Mason or whether you're classically driven or textbook based, what is your philosophy of education? You know, whatever it is, you can make it work in homeschooling. And here's where you're going to start to learn about different styles and which one might work for you, or maybe a mix of them. Maybe you're an eclectic homeschooler. But this is all going to come out of these things we mentioned, mainly knowing the law. What are you allowed to do where you live? Knowing yourself, what can you handle? Especially this first year is going to be the hardest as you as you find your footing. 
and then know your kids. How is this best going to fit them? Because that's the beauty of homeschooling. You can make it work uniquely for your family. And then finally, consider your why. Spend a few minutes after you listen to this podcast and write down your top three reasons for homeschooling. Why are you thinking about or why did you start homeschooling? And make sure you have them nearby because this is going to be crucial as you keep going and get the practical aspects put into place as well. So I hope this has been helpful. This is part one of how to get started with homeschooling. In the next episode, we're going to take the mindset and we're going to apply it into all the practical areas of, okay, I have my mindset ready. I'm ready to homeschool. How do I nitty gritty? Like, how do I actually do it? How do I plan it? How do I actually get it done? What does a day look like? What what can a normal homeschool day look like? This is a This is a fun topic and I can't wait to cover it in the next episode. So make sure you look out for that. Listen, I'm going to put tons of links in the show notes, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash 28. And don't forget to check out my free online workshop for homeschool parents called Homeschooling 101, Basics for Parents Before You Start. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.